Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Team Sessa Talks. Today, we have an exciting episode for you guys because we are going to be talking about productivity. Being productive. And my dad knows all about that, right? I know. I think I know a lot. I know. I know that I, with some of the things that I do, I'm more productive than if I wouldn't be doing some of these things. Mm -hmm. So there's a few things you've learned along the way throughout your, uh, what, how many years have you been on this planet? Uh, I've been on the years a few, pla- I've been on, <laughs> I've been on this planet a few years not now. A, not enough but to I, learn how to speak. <laughs> I've been self-employed and um, running businesses and managing other people since I was 21 years old. So you picked up a couple of tricks along the way. I've picked up a couple of tricks. I, I know what works for me. I know what doesn't work for me. I, I, I know tools that can make me more productive and others that don't. And I know when I'm fooling myself. And those are, those are tools that you've passed down to me too. Cause a lot of the stuff that you have taught me has helped me in my life to be productive. I'm trying my young grasshopper. <laughs> I'm trying. And this is not, uh, I want you to learn from my mistakes. Yeah. I mean, that's every parent's, every parent's goal. Of course. That the right? kids learn from, from the mistakes they made. And, uh, but in life in general, there's whatever it is you want to accomplish There's someone that chances are has probably already done it Yeah, and, and learn from them. Yeah. And this is by no way, uh, you're, you're not an expert in productivity. This is not something you're, you've done like research on or anything like that this is just tips and things that have helped you these are things that i've incorporated into my everyday life and um they make me more productive yes and this is stuff uh, it's you know from students all the way to people that are self-employed to people that even are employed by other people right this these are productivity tips that'll help everyone they can help anybody whether you're working or not whether you're a student whether you're an adult you decide what you know if any of this helps you in any way fantastic i mean everybody's their own person we are all a product of whatever it is we do yeah okay so let's get into it pa okay well first of all there's a big difference between being productive and being busy yes that's something i I think we see that often being busy takes zero skill or talent yeah anybody could be busy look at the hamster in the hamster wheel Mm -hmm looks pretty busy yeah getting nowhere looks pretty busy yeah anybody could be busy you could show up at work sit at your desk lots of people will give you things to do you're going to be busy all day Mm -hmm. you can be the telephone operator you're going to be busy answering calls you're busy all Mm -hmm. day doesn't take any planning but if you're looking to be productive you need to actually plan for it Mm -hmm. you know and these are being busy and being productive. Let's give another example of that. So like, let's say someone that goes, uh, let's say someone that wants to get fit, someone that wants to exercise and, uh, and get healthier. You yeah. know, you can be busy and go to the gym seven times a week, right? But being productive would be going to the gym and changing your diet because the diet's going to be the one that actually really helps you more than the gym. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say more, and I'm not a medical expert, but, I think it's but like, even within that example, mm-hmm. even being at the gym, you can be busy at the gym doing all sorts of exercises. But to be productive, you really got to learn the technique of each. The and, form and, and stuff. The form and the reps and how much you rest in between. Yeah, and, yeah. and do you, you know, what do you eat 
after you're at the gym that's going to supplement your your muscles and what you're doing. Yeah. It, you need to plan for that. Yeah. You can't just go to them. Today I'm going to, you know, just lift weights. Yeah. What's the reps? How many? How often? That's going to lead to productivity. That's going to lead to you actually moving towards your goal of whatever your goal happens to be. You need a target, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into things. Checklists. Mm. Oh, God. Okay. Well, yeah. even before I say checklists, you notice yeah. I have this iPad here. Yeah. I write everything down. He, he, he would run out of paper. There would be no more paper to supply him if he had to write all his checklists down on paper. Well, before I was doing it on an iPad, I always had a notepad. Yeah. And I would physically write on paper. And, and in my list of things I do to be more productive, I, I actually explain why I'm going, I'm like 90% paperless now. Yeah. And, and there's a reason for it. And I'll explain that a little bit later. But I write everything down before mm-hmm. I go into anything, whether I'm going to uh, a listing presentation, a buyer presentation, before I go into any kind of a meeting. When when my broker at the office, uh, the broker of record, Gabriel, when he calls me and says, Santa, I want to talk to you about something. I, I want to know what we're talking about. Yeah. And um, I... I I usually have a few notes written down. I'm prepared. I, I, or I'll show up with something in my hand, knowing that this is probably going to come up in conversation. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about it. So I write everything down. It takes me a few minutes before the meeting, but I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. I, I hate the feeling of not or leaving the meeting on thinking. Oh, I wish I would have spoken about that. Yeah. So I jot down a few notes now. We're speaking freely here right now. It's mm-hmm. not like there's a teleprompter and I'm reading word for word what's written on there. Mm-hmm. But I do have some points I'm going to cover. Yeah. And I want to make sure I don't forget something. So one of the things that I do is checklists. Mm-hmm. I have checklists for everything. This is different than a, a to-do list or, or mm-hmm. it's a checklist. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's but... a checklist for the task. Okay? So I put... I, I, everything goes on. Mm-hmm. Well, every task, usually I can have a checklist for. And, and I, I love checklists. I love crossing things off, done, done, done. But it, It's motivating, too, to do that stuff. It, it's motivating, but it also gives me confidence. Yeah. And, and I'll give you a couple of real-life examples. We go on vacation. Mm-hmm. We're driving away. And we're all there, the whole family. There's two predominant emotions when we're driving away. Mm-hmm. One is excitement. We're, we're enthusiastic. Yeah. We're excited. Can't wait to get to the airport. We could, then we start talking about, you know, the, the beach. Oh, I can't wait till arrive and this and that. Mm. What's the other emotion? Worried. We're worried a yeah. little bit. And it comes out, oh, did I bring this? Did I bring that? Yeah. And and you might not even be vocalizing it out loud. You on your own might be thinking, well, I, I know I'm always thinking for you, did, did Danny bring enough clothes? Yeah. Did he bring this? Did he bring that? Uh, it, it always comes up, sweetheart, you got the passports? Yeah. You got the tickets? Yeah. yeah. And okay, did I bring um, Did I bring enough bathing? Did I bring those sandals? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, because of all the hair I have, did I bring the right hat so I don't get my head sunburnt, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and these are things, well, if I had a checklist of absolutely everything I had to put in my luggage, 
and I crossed it off. Now, mm. this seems a little bit overkill, I know, and, and I don't actually prepare um, a full, full checklist, but mm. you don't know it, but I actually do prepare a checklist because yeah. I want to I bring my cigar stuff. I want to make sure my lighters are, are full of fluid. I want to make sure that I, I'm bringing certain things that I know I'm going to enjoy there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, on the airplane... I want to watch some movies on my iPad. I want to make sure I've downloaded those movies. I want to read certain books when I'm away that I normally don't do when, you know, I've got mm -hmm. stuff going on here. Yeah. I, I, and I want to make sure I've packed those. Yeah. I don't have a checklist, you know, seven pairs of underwears. Three yeah. That's just something that, that you do. But yeah. those other things I don't want to forget, I actually make a note that I got to have these. Mm -hmm. And I'm more confident. When I we're going away, I'm not worried that I forget this, that I forget yeah. that. And, and just just to reiterate it again, it's a checklist is different than a to do list. Correct. Right. So this checklist yeah. makes sure that the specific task that you're doing, you are doing it correctly. You're doing it, and you're not missing any steps. Well, the to do would be the, I have to pack. The the to do would be the task itself. Yeah, I right? have to pack. Okay. That's the. That goes on the to-do list. Yeah. I have to pack. The checklist is, what, what am, am I, I packing? packing? Okay. So there I just wanted to make that difference, yeah. There is a difference. So I have a checklist for everything. Yeah, it's scary. It's actually scary. He's putting up Christmas lights this week, or the, the, the past weekend, and he had a, a checklist for which lights go where, and uh, where the clips go. Just, it's it's scary. It's scary. But I don't have to think then. Yeah, I guess. You see, I, it's not like I'm stupid, but I don't. I, <laughs> I want to do as less thinking as possible. But by that, there's less left to chance. Mm -hmm. and, and we're humans. We make mistakes. We can forget. Yeah. It's harder for me to forget something if I'm just following a list yeah. of things that I'm supposed to have done no, for, for that, sure. you know, for sure. I don't want to forget. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for okay. sure. Remember when we first started doing these podcasts? Oh yeah. If you, you can, you can see the difference. It's been, uh, what, like, I don't know, over 10 episodes now, just over 10 episodes, but you see the difference at the beginning. We weren't, uh, some of them weren't in focus. Some of them, the, the sound well, was off. Well, there's a lot of things that, that the public doesn't even know how yeah. many times we've restarted these or gone halfway through the batteries ran out <laughs> memory card and full. i'm like didn't you check the battery before we started <laughs> and and well now yeah we've created a checklist of every just like a pilot gets into a plane and has to you know yeah. check everything for safety we need to check everything and there's a lot of things that go into this I, I didn't realize once we started creating the checklist for this there's so much that we needed to remember that we would have normally forgot so like even something in like the the light placement stuff like that just everything there's so many things that you could add to this checklist to make sure that it comes out consistent every single time and but, I think we're starting to do that now. Yeah, but then there's less to think about. Yeah. And yeah, when sure. we sit down, like I at first we'd sit down, oh is this did we oh did we do that? Yeah, yeah. Now we sit down and we could just start and yeah. it's quicker faster. Our yeah. setup time is now 10 minutes yeah. as opposed to 45 before you'd sit down, we'd say a couple words. Oh, I got to do something. And then you yeah. get up and you have to adjust something. Now with the no, checklist, definitely it's just, you know, you check this, check the lights, check the shadows, check uh, what you're wearing, check, check the battery life. Yeah. 
everything on there. No, it's definitely it's definitely made a big difference in, in terms of just the production of the show. But I can see how it makes a difference in just about anything you do, really. Going shopping. Yeah. Do you have a checklist of what you bought? Got got to buy? Or are you yeah. going by memory? How many times? And oh, I, I don't I don't want to say something <laughs> against your mother because she hates checklists. <laughs> She loathes them. The checklist is like the enemy to her. And uh, oh, she yeah. hates So Sometimes I got to do secret checklists, yeah. right? And, but she'll be away and, and like uh, we'll be shopping oh, and, God. oh, do we need to buy this? But I, I will say she has the best memory out of all of us. She does. So. She does. <laughs> got to throw that in there so you don't she get killed. Does. Appreciate it, son. Appreciate it. <laughs> My wife can remember everything. Oh, Anyways, so I have a checklist for everything. Yeah. The next thing I do is uh, is a calendar. Mm-hmm. Everything's on my calendar. So do you separate? Like, do you separate your calendar? Because I know we have like we have our family calendar. Yes. Where we put the events for the family stuff, and then you like, do you have? Because I have like a separate work calendar. So for stuff that's going on with work and stuff. How do you how do you manage that? I have one calendar. Yes, we have a family calendar that yeah. your mother updates, and I take information from there and I put it onto my calendar. Oh, I okay. have one calendar. Everything is on it. I don't have a separate. I don't have a separate life. Mm-hmm. Everything is all together. Yeah, yeah. So if we are going to a family birthday party, yeah, at cousin's house, yeah. I need to schedule for that. Yeah. I cannot have that separate from my work calendar. I so guess that makes sense. I, lo- yeah. I look at one calendar, everything is there. So you mentioned earlier about Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. I scheduled in my calendar this time and this time, I'm putting up the Christmas decorations. Yeah. I had to schedule it. Otherwise, I'd be maybe making another appointment there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know it sounds a little bit crazy. I schedule everything and it gives me confidence that i'm not forgetting to do something i have time to do it you know when am i gonna when am i you know your mom might ask when are you putting up the christmas lights when i have time yeah well when is that especially with the way you work it's like you you barely ever have time well when when do i have time well i know if i put it in my calendar and i say sunday between 9 a.m and 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 noon that's my Christmas lights time. Yeah. Well, that's when I'm doing it. And I could say it with confidence. Yeah. That's when I'm doing it. And I know if I get a, a phone call or something's really important, say with a client that I have to deal with it mm-hmm. at that, that time. And your mother being a realtor also yeah. understands that sometimes plans change. Well, I know I need to, I can put another appointment there, but I need to move that one then to the afternoon. Yeah. But it's scheduled. If I, I know it sounds crazy, but when I go to dinner with your mother and we're relaxing, time off, I'm scheduling that. Yeah. Otherwise, I have the attitude if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. If it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. So I schedule everything. Yeah. Time off, business meetings, phone calls, webinars, uh, training sessions. When I'm researching for properties, I mm-hmm. schedule all that. So now, do you think that's that the that, that scheduling is the same as a to do list? It can be, but the to do list 
is these are the things I get to get done today. Mm-hmm. The schedule. What just time takes, am I getting that done? So the schedule. That's just, the schedule. Just takes it like one step further, I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. Today I got to do these five things. Mm-hmm. When the minute I put a time to it, it's scheduled. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. It's yeah. an appointment. Yeah. I make an appointment for everything. Now I can have an appointment with a physical client. Yeah. I can have an appointment to be at my desk and do research. Imagine how awkward it is for our family having to make an appointment to have dinner with our dad. <laughs> you don't, but you don't know. You see, that's that's the beauty. They don't know. Hey, dad, can we make an appointment tonight for six six to seven, please, so we can have dinner? <laughs> they don't know. Like I, I know we're having dinner at six. Yeah, I have it scheduled in my calendar. Yeah, I know. I don't say to my kids, "Well, let me schedule it in." <laughs> but I know if I don't schedule it in there's a chance it's pro- I'm probably not going to be there at that time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and that's just because of my schedule. Now, if you have a 9 to 5 type of job and every day you're home at 5:30, dinner at 6, I mean everybody kind of knows that's your schedule. You yeah. don't necessarily have that on a calendar, but my day changes yeah. often and quickly. Time. So, I need to plan for these things. Yeah. So, we're going to a family event, I got to plan for it. I'm I'm I already know this weekend, I've got four appointments set up with clients showing mm-hmm. houses. Another one's a listing presentation and, mm-hmm. and so forth. I got those planned. So if you said to me, hey, Dad, let's do this on the weekend, I, I've got to decide either who I'm going to disappoint and, mm-hmm. and not be able to or reschedule it for another time so everybody's happy. And, yeah. you know, you, you plan it. Yeah. There's only so many hours in a day. And I, I got to account for it in my calendar. Yeah. So the moral of that story is if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. Yeah. There's a chance I'm not going to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I don't have to think about it. So, if it's there, I don't have to yeah. think about so it. So do you, I guess you don't use to do lists? I do. I do. But it's just your calendar where you just put everything it's in your It's in calendar? my calendar and it's a task at the top of each day. Oh. There's things that. I need to get done through the course of this week. Like mm-hmm. there, it could be a project. Um, I could be listening to say to a, a, a training session, a training webinar. And I think, you know what? That's an interesting idea. Yeah. I, it's something I'd like to do. I'd like to implement. If there's no sense of urgency, I don't mm-hmm. need to schedule now, but I'm going to get to this next week. So in my tasks, I will put, cause I don't want to go by memory. Yeah, if I go by memory, I'm always wondering, did I forget? And so many times I thought I'd go by memory, completely forgot about it. And then I come across this thing a few months later and I go, oh, wait a minute. I wanted to do this or I wanted to implement yeah. this or I wanted to call this person. And, and then it just slips your mind. And there's too many other things going on in this world, too many distractions. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. So if I put it on my next week, I need to deal with this and then... Today, I have a, a set of tasks that I need to get done today. That's smart. So you have the you have your calendar, which shows exactly what you're doing. And then you have your tasks, which are in the same in the same window, right? And it tells you exactly what you need to do or what you want to get done. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes I look at that and I'll see the way my day is planned, and I might move a task to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I might okay. So these are the things I got to get done today. And I'll put the amount of time each one should take. Oh, 
You put that too? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know that this task is going to take me an hour. Mm -hmm. This task is going to take me 10 minutes. It's just a quick phone call. Yeah. But it's important. And I need to get it done. That's true. That makes sense. And so I move it. And I know I, I need to speak with this person. But mm. this person I can only talk to after they're done work. So I will put a time. And this will take me 10 minutes. And, yeah. But that's got to be after 6 o'clock. So I'll move that to, you know, these are the things I got to do at the end of the day. These are the things I got to do in the morning. Mm -hmm. Now, do you do, is this something that takes like, it's? I know it's obviously something that's ongoing throughout the day. But do you take some time in the morning or the night before to kind of organize the next day? Or how, do, how does it work for you? Like, what's Great the best? question. Yeah. Have you ever, you know, when you're driving to, 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 to school, you're driving to your university. Yeah. And you're wondering, what's the plan? What's going on? Did I get this done? Or you got a project yeah, yeah. that's due? Well, I, I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. So... Before I, when my, when I'm shutting my evening down, whether it's, it's eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, I review the plan for the next day. Oh, okay. And then when I, when I go to bed, I already know when I wake up, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's rare that I don't have a plan. The only time is when we're away on vacation. Yeah. Or soon with the Christmas holidays coming up, I'll have a few days where there's really nothing planned. But I've planned to have nothing planned. Yeah. Like I plan to get up and not think about something. Yeah. I've planned for that. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not comfortable in my own skin. Yeah. If I think there's something I should be doing, it drives me mental. Yeah. So the night before, I look at my tasks for the next day. I've got my plan. I can go so to sleep with confidence. You set everything up the night before. I set saying. everything up yeah. the night before. I have a look at it. Well, that could have been in there for a few days already. It's just yeah, the yeah. night before, I look at what the plan is for the next day. Then when I get up in the morning, I review it again. It's mm -hmm. just a quick scan. Once you, you have a habit of looking at it, you're not studying it. You're not. Yeah. And you can make changes on the fly and move things over. The The important thing is to have everything listed so you know what you need to do and not do. And now another question I just thought of here is when you're, so when you're creating these tasks, like I know you have a million things to do in a day and, um, but obviously you can't get everything done. Do you kind of space things out and say, okay, you know what this task I'm going to do for, friday instead of thursday because i know i'm just not going to have enough time on thursday or are you just constantly like putting stuff okay i didn't do that today let me just move it to the next day i didn't do that today like is it better to be more kind of realistic in the approach of uh in the approach of okay i'm going to try and get all this done today or is it better to just put everything in and say okay i'm going to do all this today and then whatever i don't get done i'm just going to do tomorrow that kind of covers the area of being busy and being productive mm -hmm. and and there's a certain um it, it's really easy just to keep putting things off for tomorrow yeah and if you feel you can do that just just put it off just put it off after a while it starts to become a habit yeah and you'll tend not to get much done because you just feel you can put mm -hmm. it off one of one of the mistakes i make is i feel there's you know i i could work till midnight and then wake up at 1 a.m. and yeah. then work till midnight the next day. And I just feel if I don't do it now, I'll do it tonight. If yeah. I don't do it now, I'll do it tonight. And after a while, you start burning yourself out. Yeah. And, and you need to kind of put a time limit and not lie to yourself what you can get done 
and and decide where your focus is going to be. Mm-hmm. With you getting involved and helping in our business, you've taken away a lot of the administration stuff away from me, mm-hmm. so I can focus on the tasks that are really far more productive than, yeah. say, doing paperwork, for example. Your mother helps out in a huge way of taking things uh, away from me so I could focus on those things that mm-hmm. make our business more productive yeah. so I don't get bogged down in, in the little things. Things that happen at home, I don't even think about. Yeah, That's all your mom. She organizes that part of our life. I, I focus more on the business side and, and I'll give her things to do that mm-hmm. allow me to focus on uh, on work. So so you're saying it's better to be more realistic in your planning in terms of making, not trying to pile all tasks on one day. It's better to space them out into reasonable, you know, I, if I can only accomplish three tasks today, then I'm going to make sure it's these ones. Yes. And then I'll put these ones to tomorrow. Because I think that's the, that's the thing. And especially once I started getting involved with kind of... Um, with with the business here and uh, and in creating my to do lists, you know, I I pack everything onto the to do list for the day, and and I would do that the night before, but then I pack everything onto the next day, and then you know I just couldn't get through everything, and I just found myself constantly adding certain things to the following day, the following day, the following day, until I realized it makes more sense to okay, you know, this is the amount of time I'm going to be working in a day. So whether it's nine hours, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever it is, this is the amount of time I'm going to be working. How many tasks can I realistically get done in that time? And which ones and which need one? to get done? Yeah. Which ones are going to help you to get towards your goal? Mm-hmm. Which ones matter? Which ones don't? And that's the thing, because you, you, I feel like people exert, well, everyone, including us, we exert so much brain power just trying to, just worrying about the tasks that we're not doing too. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you know that you're not going to deal with this task until tomorrow, until Friday, until next week, whenever the case is, then you don't have to worry about it. Right. Right. And get it out of your brain. Yeah. And stop thinking about it. Just, you know, you know, you're not going to worry about it today. So don't worry about it today. Right. You know, the, the, the brain could really tire you out yeah. more so than physical. Yeah. You've got the person that's doing a, a labor type of job but has no worry in the world. Mm-hmm. Then you have the person that is at a desk doing nothing labor. Mm-hmm. The most heavy thing he or she will pick up is a pen or a piece of paper. Yeah. But they got so many thoughts in their head. Yeah. And, and it could be worried. Am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? And that person with the mental, uh, I, I guess, uh, pressure will be more tired at the end of the day yeah. than that doing physical. I try to have as less in my brain as possible and go with checklists, work at calendar, what am I going to realistically do? And when I put the tasks in there, there's there's just a few choices. Am I going to get this done today? Do I need to move it to another day? Should I delete this task altogether? Stop fooling myself. It's, I'm never going to do this. Yeah. But you know, and my inbox is always full. Yeah. There's always going to be something to do. So, where do I put my time? Yeah. And if you picture the day in as far as like time slots or pigeonholes, mm-hmm. there's only, there's, you know, in each, each box say is an hour. Well, yeah. there's 24 pigeonholes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be sleeping for so many hours. Remove that. There's only so much time in a day. Yeah. Why, why 
put that pressure that there's just certain things you're not going to do. Decide what those are and then do those ones that you are going to do. Yeah. And and obviously make those the most important ones. Right. The time I wake up Mm -hmm. is a big factor in getting things done. Yeah. You wake up way too early. I think you say too early, but what is, what does too early mean? I don't know. Anything, anything before the sun comes up. (laughs) It's not about the time. It's about this. This podcast is about being productive. Yeah. I couldn't wake up at, at 10 or 11 and get done what I get done. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. No, of course. I love sleeping in. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the last time I did it. Yeah. But I know when I did, I scheduled for it. <laughs> Today I'm sleeping in. I planned it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wake up every day, 530. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the plan. That's the goal. Whether I'm going to the gym right after that or I'm going to the office, I love I get so much done in that morning time than, than, than most people do all day. Mm-hmm. I, I just had a, a conversation just yesterday, actually, with a, a friend of mine. He's a builder. He has a fairly large uh, home building company. Mm-hmm. He's a builder. And, and we were talking during the day, and he was a little bit frustrated. He goes, you know, Santo, my favorite time of the day is after 5 o'clock when everybody's left the office. I walk to the front. I lock the door, the phones get put on, automatically get transferred to our answering service. Yeah. So no one's calling the office. There's no staff in the building. I get so much done between five and the time I go home just mm-hmm. a couple hours later than I do all day being there for eight hours. Yeah. Why is that? Distractions, I think. Level of focus. Yeah. He can focus on what he's doing. There's no distractions, yeah, and and that's that's a big part of why I get up early because that early part and the end part of the day mm-hmm. is when when I get most work done, yeah, and and I get better quality of work done. So that time I get to the office, if I'm there at the office, say at seven and a.m. Mm-hmm. By the time everybody starts showing up, also by the time my clients are kind of getting into their day and yeah, sending yeah. me emails. Now, I do have clients that think the same way. They're messaging me at, at, at 5, 6 in the morning. Yeah. And But what a you know what a pleasure to be able to deal with this without other distractions, yeah. right? So I wake up early to be more productive, not because I enjoy. I, I'd love to sleep in. You know, yeah. when I leave the house and it's dark and, and everybody's still sleeping, I wish I could be there too, but yeah. it, it's just far more productive for me to get up early. I get more done. And when I have breakfast with somebody as a breakfast meeting, it's my second breakfast. And now, so one thing about that, cause I, I, I feel, I feel the same way where I, um, I, 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 I'm definitely productive in the morning if I wake up early and I have, uh, just, just, I don't know why, for some reason, once nine, 10 o'clock rolls around, just feels like there's so many other things and things start getting piled on so it's not as productive but if if i wake up at like six or seven o'clock in the morning and i have a few hours before then you know i definitely feel more productive but i also feel that late at night so for me it's like even even if we're putting together this podcast um market reports whatever the case is for me between like let's say eight o'clock at night to 12 sometimes 1 a.m I feel like then it's just silence and I could just work and I'm okay with that. And it's, I don't know, for me, I, I prefer, I'm not a morning person. I'm definitely not a morning person, but 
All in favor, yeah. aye. <laughs> he is not a morning person. I'm not a morning person, but I feel like I'm able to make up that same time in the evening, right? Because whereas you, you'd like to go to, I mean, you don't, I often, do both. You, you don't often get the chance to go to sleep early, but if you could, you would. For me, I feel like that's kind of like my prime time, right? Where I can get a lot of stuff done is more in the evening than, yep. than in the morning. So, I mean, it's just, just a matter of what you, you. And it's because less distraction. Yeah. And you're more focused. And that's the thing that just, just to put it out there, it's just a matter of like what, you know, cause I'm sure there's a lot of people that listen to this that are morning people, yeah. right? You, Not everyone can get up at five thirty in the morning, but you at your age, your situation, yeah. your particular place in life, you can, you have that luxury yeah. of saying, I'm not going to be a morning person yeah. and I'm going to, well, what if you had a mortgage to pay? What if you had kids? What if the job you applied for has for you to make the money you needed to make mm-hmm. that job or that client or whatever, you needed to be up at five, five o'clock in the morning. Well, that's a different story than I'd, uh, I'd, I'd probably. Yeah. So it has I'd nothing to do with a morning person. It has nothing to do with being a morning person or not. It has to do with productivity, and it has to do with necessity. Well, I guess uh, it's, you know? it's just about finding the time to be productive, right? Correct. You say that. Yeah, and planning to be productive. I know. I, I'm just saying because, I, like I said, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that you know want to sleep in. And it's okay to want to sleep in, and you can do that, but as long as you find some other time to be productive in whatever it is that you're doing, right? I don't see that I have a choice. I'd love to sleep in. I don't yeah, have a choice. Yeah, I, I think, but I, I think you, along with a lot of other people that are probably uh, self-employed and like business owners and stuff like that, I think, I think that's we a We don't have a that luxury. Story. Yeah. We don't have that luxury. Yeah. You know, I have colleagues, and this is not a knock on anyone else, that, that, that do roll in at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Most of them, almost all of them, are just not as productive. Yeah. And they'll keep rolling in at 10 o'clock. And I'm sure in any industry you're in, you see that. They're just not as productive. Mm -hmm. There's lawyers that'll be at the office early, and there's lawyers that, because they're self-employed, they'll do whatever they want. Yeah. The one that does whatever they want, at whatever time they want, are just not as productive. They're not as successful as the other ones. Every industry has it. They're sports players. That will show up to practice before. That won't sleep in. They're there early. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other ones. Show up late. As soon as it's, practice is over, they leave. They're not as productive. Yeah. There's there's a cost to being productive. And it's just about the amount of time that you put into whatever it is that you're doing. 100%. Right? 100%. Okay. So, what plays a big part in me being productive mm-hmm. is technology. Mm-hmm. I've I've embraced long time ago. I've embraced technology. Embrace technology, but still don't really know how to use it. I know how to use it. I you know can I? Danny, pro- how come the Wi-Fi isn't working? Well, yeah, because that's that's your job. Make sure the Wi-Fi. In, but I know that it's not working. You see, <laughs> I'll know. You have certain jobs in this house, and one of them is to make sure our Wi-Fi is running away. It should. That should but, be a paid job, considering how know, often I have to do it. Technology plays a big part. Everything is synced. Mm-hmm. My iPad to my laptop to my iPhone. My calendar is synced. Yeah. All my files are synced. If a client, I could be sitting with him having a coffee at Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. and he wants to discuss his or her agreement of purchase and sale that we signed two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I could pull it up on my iPhone. Yeah. It saves me time. 
I don't have to say no problem. When I get to the office, I'll print it out. I will meet up again. I'll mm -hmm. bring it right there on the spot. I could pull it up. Yeah. So everything is synced. And if somebody was to steal my iPhone, my iPad, and my laptop at the same time, from any laptop in the world or any, as long as I have internet access, I can access all my files. Yeah. There. That helps. It helps in a big way. So you should embrace techno technology. Mm -hmm. It helps you to be more productive. Templates. There are certain emails mm -hmm. that I write. <laughs> and it's the same email. I changed a few things, but it's the same email yeah, don't, over. Don't give away all the secrets. It's the same email over and over and over again. Yeah. For example, when we, we, we go live with a new listing, for example, mm -hmm. I send the email to, to, to the seller saying we are live. Yeah. Here's the MLS link. Here's the, the Facebook link to see your Facebook ad. Mm -hmm. Here's the realtor.ca link. It's the same email. A few things change, yeah. but 90% of the email is the same. And that in itself is a checklist for what you need to provide to them, right? For sure it yeah. is. For sure it is. Well, why am I going to reinvent the wheel every time? It yeah. saves me so much time to save that template and then just change the name and the address and just a that few. That makes sense. So I have templates. I have a lot of different templates for similar emails. Yeah. Uh, when I give an offer to, to another agent, I have a template because I say, oh, please find, attach my client's offer. Yeah, it's yeah. the same email. Why am I going to have to go by memory every time when I could just copy and paste that? Yeah. So that's, uh, I create templates for everything. In a way, it's just like a checklist. You're 100% right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Paperless. I'm not entirely paperless, but I'm trying to be. Yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm about 90% paperless. And that's a big, big, that, that was a big change I saw when you, when you um, like in your business, when you, um, when you switched everything to the, your iPad, your computer and like cloud-based. Yeah. Completely changed everything. So I use the software here. I've got all notes. Let me show you folks. If you're watching this on, oops, sorry, I yelled there. If you're watching this on, on YouTube, you could see handwritten notes here. Now, I have thousands and thousands of pages, and each page is in its own file, depending on you know, if this is a podcast, there's a podcast file and dates. I could search these pages in a millisecond hmm. i've got a search function here even my handwritten notes if i'm talking to a client three years ago about uh, uh, a bungalow with a walkout basement in yeah. woodbridge and i've got my notes and i meet this client he says whatever happened to that bungalow we talked about three years ago mm -hmm. i could actually search for either that client's name yeah his page will come up or the the bungalow with walkout basement all the pages I have with those words will pop up. Mm -hmm. Now, if this was paper, I'd have to write it on a piece of paper. It would have to be filed in a, in a physical file somewhere. Yeah. I'd have to be keeping that for three years, at least. And then... You'd, well, have, what to, if, you'd have to keep that entire file with you. <laughs> you have to keep it with me or I'll go back to the office and, and have to find it. Yeah. Now, what if along the way, you, your mom, me, somebody made a mistake and put that paper in the wrong file? Yeah. It would never come up. Yeah. And if I'm convinced, oh, I've got that paper somewhere, it would take hours. 
there is a stat that was done. I don't have it handy, but the amount of time in a year that people spend looking for paper is an, is 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 phenomenal. The amount of hours in yeah. a year people spent. Where did I put that receipt? Where did I put that note? Oh, where did this go? Where did that go? Mm-hmm. And and so I do everything on this iPad. All my notes. Notes for when we saw a house, what the client liked, what they didn't like, mm-hmm. and it comes up. Or research I've done on a property, and and to try to figure out, okay, what should this sell for? Or yeah. or uh, you know, a client calls me for a listing presentation today. They're not really ready to sell for another yeah. few months, which well, is the case most times, right? Which is often the case. You know, they'll call, and you know, we're trying to get an idea. They call me ahead of time, and but down the road, I, I I've got those notes, and I could pull them up in a millisecond. Yeah way way more productive than than carrying paper having effects and then you know what the cool part is i write my notes here i'm with the the client or whoever i'm talking to i'm writing my notes Mm -hmm. while i'm with them when we're done i could email them that note yeah that same handwritten note and we're all on the same page Mm -hmm. so to speak actually there's a play on words they were on the same page i could email them that page (laughs) of notes and and there's no misunderstanding. Yeah. So so you know I I do that. Technology going paperless. Um, one simple things to be productive. When I create my schedule, I do not plan. Or I plan against driving during rush hours. Oh, that's right. Why would I want to yeah. drive when? I know this will take me 15 minutes, but if it's rush hour, it'll take me 45 minutes. Yeah. Why would I do that? Now, sometimes it's unavoidable. I'm meeting the client at 5, so I know i got to drive at 4. Yeah. Well, I'd rather leave at 2.30, get there an hour early, work in a coffee shop or work at, at, in my car because I could work now anywhere. Yeah. I would rather spend 50 minutes driving any day of the week, then spend 45 minutes to get to the same destination. No, so, that's fair. But I plan for that. Yeah. I do not plan to sit in my car driving through rush hour. Yeah. So that's very important. <laughs> Electronic signatures. Oh. Yeah. You know, um, not too long ago, we sold a house. There's two sellers, brother and sister. One of them happened to be in Italy at the time. Mm-hmm. With electronic signatures, you talk about being productive. With electronic signatures, we're able to get everything signed off at any moment, at any time, yeah. because we don't have to physically be together. Uh, there's time and a place to physically be together, and there's certain situations where that's very important. Mm-hmm. But let's not be naive. Like The client doesn't need me to be at their house at, at 1230 at night yeah. waiting for them to sign something. No, for right? sure. Right? So we just did, we did another deal. One of my clients was in Florida and she was on the beach yeah. and she's able to sign documents instead of saying, okay, well, when you come back, we got to do this. I tried to convince your mother, actually, I had to drive to Florida <laughs> and uh, she wouldn't go for it. She wouldn't go for it. Yeah, no, I can see how that helps. And one of the biggest things, I'm going to summarize this, one of the biggest, biggest things in being productive for me is focus yeah focus on which tax tasks i'm actually going to do today 
and 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 stop with the distractions and yeah. that's why i need to put a time limit to it actually so all these all these things are intertwined mm-hmm. like i know this task is going to take me 45 minutes to do i know if i'm answering phone calls during that task i know if people are walking into my office you see at the office when uh, my door is always closed yeah yeah um i know that if i'm returning text messages it won't take me 45 minutes. It'll take me an hour and 45 minutes yeah. if if I even get it done because we tend to be reacting to situations that happen through the course of the day. Mm-hmm. So I know if that's going to take me 45 minutes, I'm comfortable with not answering my email. I Look, if the country's getting attacked, the prime minister needs to be notified immediately at yeah. any moment. I, I don't, I'm not worried about me reacting to the country being attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can deal with whatever situation that somebody lets me know a few minutes later. Yeah. So if I'm not answering my phone for 45 minutes or not answering a test for 45 minutes. Not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. So mentally, I'm comfortable with that. And it gives me a sense of confidence to mm-hmm. focus on this task because I know in 45 minutes, I'll get it done and I'll get it done well mm-hmm. without any distractions. So focusing is so so important without the distraction now one thing i i want to ask to that do you do you set like in terms of setting times for it so let's say you have a task to do that's going to take you four hours right it's difficult to 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 just schedule off four hours in your day i know that for sure possible so do you (laughs) do you break it down it's like okay i'm gonna do an hour today an hour tomorrow an hour the next day an hour the next day i could it depends on what it is it depends on what it is i i could be doing it in the evening uh it it all depends on what the task is i mean is it so so important it gets done today so again just there's not too many things though that i'll be sitting at for four hours straight doing so again i just wanted to go back to this idea of setting realistic goals and realistic time frames for these types of things, right? Because that right. makes that makes a big difference too. Correct, right? Because if you say you're going to sit down for, um, and I mean, I, I know when it comes to like writing an essay, right? I say, you know what, I'm going to sit down five hours, I get this entire thing done, right? But that five hours, you know, you, you don't get much done because then it's just like, oh, I got to spend five hours doing this, right? And it just becomes daunting. <laughs> yeah, but it, okay, so buddy. Okay, maybe I just... I, I, I love you. My goal is not to put you on the spot, okay? But those five hours, yeah. how many text messages are you Well, answering? that's the thing. And I How th- many? Like, while we're doing this, my phone is beeping over here, but yes. I refuse to look at it mm-hmm. because I know if I see it, I shouldn't have even had this Going in back the room. to checklist, the checklist right. was to turn on phones. It's beeping over here, and if I'm looking at this, it quickly takes my mind away. So, now, so I understand what you're going to say. And now going back to what I was saying, it would be more realistic for me to say, you know what? I'm going to spend two hours on this today. And no distractions. No distractions as opposed to saying, I'm going to spend five hours on this today and just see this as, oh my God, this is such a daunting task. And then you never actually get started as opposed to saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to break it down to smaller parts. So sometimes it, sure. it makes more sense to break things down into smaller parts and break it down into manageable pieces as opposed to trying to, trying to get it all done in one specific, in one sitting, Right. let's say. For sure. You know why it's so, it's the same, same example. Mm-hmm. You know why it's so easy for me to ignore the phone right now? Because and you could, know that soon you're going to be able to answer it. I know. In a few minutes, we're going to be done here. Yeah. But if I thought we're going to be in here for the next three hours, yeah. I'd be thinking, wait a minute, 
this could be a client, this could be an offer coming yeah. in, this could be, you know, a, an emergency, a family emergency. I'm not comfortable for all that time being yeah. off the grid, so to speak. So, but for the next few minutes, no problem. So if you got to put two hours aside to do your your, your essay or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you got to do, and and nobody's calling you, or they are, you're just ignoring it, putting aside. They're not popping up on your screen. You can live with that. And it's it's about setting the realistic expectation that hey, you know what? Okay. I can be away from my phone for two hours, right? That's not yeah. gonna that's not gonna bother me. But five hours is a different story. Yeah. Right. Well, you said it earlier, being realistic. Yeah. And not lying to yourself. Yeah. Let me tell you where a lot of people lie to themselves about mm-hmm. and they actually brag about it. Yeah. Multitasking. Oh. <laughs> Multitasking yeah. is a myth doesn't exist it doesn't work yeah it's oh i can do five things at once you're lying you're doing five things half-assed you're not doing five things right yeah you're just not we meet all sorts of people that'll brag about multitasking if you're one of those people hey congratulations i don't think you're doing it right you might have everyone else convinced it just doesn't exist. Yeah. Now, there are times in the day where you got to do multiple things. I could be answering the phone, and then I'm writing an email, and then the phone rings again, and then I'm making a note, and then, but everything that I'm doing takes me longer. Yeah. And when I'm on the phone, I can't be taking a, a, or typing to someone else. I need to actually lean back mm-hmm. and move away. And not focus on what's going on my screen. If I'm on the phone and I'm reading a, a text message that came in, yeah, you always get that uncomfortable, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, when we're talking to somebody mm-hmm. and we know we don't have their undivided attention, we can tell. Oh, it's very easy to tell. We can tell. It's you ever easy. talk to somebody while they're typing on the screen? Yeah. Does that drive you mental? Yeah. And no, no, I can do both. Just talk to me. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Multitasking doesn't work. Even if it's for five minutes, stop typing. Give the attention to that person or to that thing. It could mm-hmm. be the phone call. It could be writing a text, message, whatever. Just give the attention, the focus to what you're doing. And it could be for five minutes, I'm going to do this. The next five minutes, I'm doing yeah. that. It could be the next hour, I'm doing this. Multitasking doesn't work. Get that out of your head. It's a mistake. Son, do not multitask. It's a myth. Myth. You will do a whole bunch of things half-assed. Yeah, I know. I know. And I don't know. brag about it because the people that know, multitasking doesn't work. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, I realized that after a while. After a while of uh, having to go back to things that I did and realize I didn't do them properly. So uh, just multitasking does not work. He is right. It's a distraction. Yeah. You can't properly focus. Your level of focus will determine how well you get things done, how efficiently, yeah. how productive you're going to be. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good way to end it off. We're ending it with that. Thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be back, and uh, I just want to say these are things that help me. There's so many more things out there that you yeah. can do, but don't lie to yourself. Learn what makes sense for you. If any of these things help you, if you have any questions on how I do some of these things, like this note-taking software that I mm-hmm. use or electronic signatures or how I sync everything, just I, I'm happy to have a conversation. Give me a call.
Yes, and um, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can find this just about everywhere. And um, and yeah, that's it. So thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in again, and uh, we'll see you soon. Have a great day. Be productive. Ciao.